Joey C. Bobby C. here. How are you? We're doing pretty good over here. I'm over here in Huntington Beach, California. Where are you at, Joe? I'm here in beautiful Keyport, New Jersey, on the waterfront. And you know where I am? I'm in a fucking parking lot. Oh, God damn. That's where you're always at in the parking lot. So I caught you again in your parking lot. Well, that's cool because uh, this way we can get together and chat a little bit. This is Bobby C. over here for with Anonymous Addiction at My Truth About AA. Bobby C. on Facebook. You can catch me and Joe because we're going to be uh, – I'm going to be popping this on to uh, the Facebook site probably tonight if this goes well. So back to you, Joe. Well, you know it's going to go like shit, but you might as well post it anyway. Yeah, why not? And this is uh, Joey C., Brutally Sober Podcast. Just so we're clear here. Now, whose podcast is this? Am I hosting or are you hosting? You're the host of the most. You're the hostess of the mostess. All right, then I'm just going to run with it. Like you always do. Like I always do. I never know what's going to come out of my mouth, Bobby C. No, I know that. I know that shit. I know it. So I'm not going to lie to the audience. We were shooting the shit a little bit before. And, uh. We were we were cheating. We were going to say, you know, what the fuck are we going to talk about? And we we usually we talked on the phone a few times. And uh, I wish we had recorded when we talked on the phone uh, a couple times in the past because we have some pretty good conversations. Yes, we do. So the first thing I want to ask you is um, kind of a general question. Like, you know, you you hate on AA pretty hard what's what's your biggest pet peeve about aa now i i I hate on aa too but i also like going to it yeah what's your biggest beef with it well let me tell you joe it'll take probably a couple hours to explain exactly but you know what i got nothing with the members i love all the members the members i you know hey look i was a member of alcoholics anonymous for so many damn years i'm ashamed to say it but uh it's it's not the it's not the members it's it's the society actually it's it's the pyramid structure it's the hierarchy and you know it it's um it's how the disease concept was created I can go in you know later on we'll do a podcast just on that stuff where I can connect the dots and and talk to you about the, what I found out to be true for myself I don't try to push anything on anybody I just tell them what I found out. Uh, you know, through many, many years of going to meetings and doing the whole deal. Well, let's go a little bit deeper right now into uh, one of the things you just mentioned. How do, what, how do you feel about the whole uh, alcoholism as a disease? Well, let, 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 me, let me start out by saying, like, do a little disclaimer because, hey, I'm no expert. You know, I'm no uh, a psychiatrist, I'm no doctor, I'm no judge, I'm no lawyer, but you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm an expert in my experience, okay? Uh, 37 years in this recovery shit, and all I could tell you is in my own recovery, I'm an expert. If, if they never came up and told me I had a disease, I would never know the damn difference because this disease concept shit has been pushed on us for, for many, many reasons, and a lot of it has to do with way back when, when Marty Mann and Bill Wilson got together, you know, Marty Mann was, she, she was, the, she, I think she was the second woman in Alcoholics Anonymous, and Bill, Bill W., Bill Wilson sponsored her, that was her sponsor, that was uh, uh, Marty's sponsor, but that's just tapping into it a little bit, 
But um, the disease concept, I don't have a disease. You know, they told me I did. I don't, I don't buy everything that people tell me. I got to do my own research. You know, I, I think, question, observe, and become aware of shit. And throughout the years, I don't buy none of this disease concept, none, none whatsoever. Well, I mean, I just don't like the way that I, I think it's convenient calling it a disease for a couple reasons, because it's kind of if you accept that you have a disease, then you accept that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just easier to accept that you're an alcoholic if someone tells you you have your disease. So maybe that's going to be helpful to some people. Uh, it's, maybe it's going to be helpful to uh, insurance companies because you're going to get into rehab and uh, you're going to be able to afford it or, or, or whatever. Um, I, I just don't like, I'm a real like literal guy with like, with, with, with language and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't understand why you're calling it a disease and you're making it by calling it a disease. You're making it comparable to something like, you know, you can't, when I get my blood taken, the, my, the fucking alcoholism doesn't, show up in my blood i mean it might show up in my liver enzymes but it ain't gonna show up at oh okay we just found out you got a d the disease of alcoholism yeah you, know you got yeah yeah i yeah i'm right with you yeah like uh, we just found out you had aids okay yeah you know what it's a label and it, it and you you hit on it treatment centers okay way back then she she got with these scientists and a lot of money backers Okay, uh, Jeronik was one of the scientists, and and uh, she had another big money backer, and that's what the whole thing was about. They were thinking about treatment centers. Okay, that's where the bucks were. Once they got approved for the insurance, she she, she you know it wasn't it wasn't enough to have it a disease. They had to call it a family disease. Okay, so they can get all hooked up with Al-Anon and 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 the Alateen and Codependency Anonymous and all this other shit way back then when they had. Bradshaw with the little puppet thing, uh, making all kinds of money, and they're writing thousands of different books on the twelve steps and all that bullshit. Uh, it, it I, I could go in deeper and deeper and deeper. I, I, there, when I go down a rabbit hole, Joe, it just keeps on getting connected. So, well, don't you. Worry. you go down a rabbit hole too deep. I'll, I'll pull your ass right out. Please do. So, I, you know, I. I like going to to meetings like you probably heard me say. Uh, I just I, I like hearing other people, other people's um, uh, perceptions and not that I can't hear it anywhere else. But I and I would probably go somewhere else if there was other groups like around me that I knew of that uh, that I could go to. Um, but there's not that I know of right right now. So. I, I mean, I enjoy going to AA meetings and listening to people uh, when they speak and when they share. Um, my old man has been in AA uh, for a while. He don't go to meetings anymore. My grandmother was hardcore into it. And I remember I'm going to her anniversary meetings growing up and stuff and stuff like that. So now when I'm in there for myself, it's it's uh, I get this, you know, I get this wholesome like feeling uh, of, of being I'm at a place like where I should be. And maybe that's not just because it's, it's AA, but maybe just because it's, I, uh, I've just accepted that 
I, I'm whatever the whatever the fuck I am, whatever the fuck I am that I want to call it on that day. If I want to call myself an alcoholic, whatever it is that I want to call it, I've accepted the fact that I'm not a person that should be drinking. Right, right on. Right on. I agree with that 100 percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the fact of the matter is, let's just say um, you, you, you feel connected. Look, your family was in it. I mean, you were indoctrinated in it for years and years and years before you even went in it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, uh, your, your pop stopped going for some reason. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, hey, you got a connection. It's a family connection. Plus, when you go there, you got something to relate to. I don't have a problem in that. I mean, that's, that's cool. I love, hey, my whole life was AA, okay? Every friend I had was AA. So, you know, I, 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 I'm not knocking the co camaraderie or the fellowship. I'm knocking the, the, the structure and the indoctrination and the programming and the parroting, okay? That's, that's what I'm kind of, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to help deprogram people instead of program them. Uh, I was right. always, you know, I was always wanted, I didn't parrot, parrot shit. Uh, I never wanted to be an elder statesman. Who the hell wants to sit there and be an elder statesman? I'd rather be a damn bleeding deacon because I used to say shit that, that the people used to come up to me and say, hey, Bobby, I was thinking that, but I'd never say it, you know. But here, let's get back to this. How much time did, did you, do you actually have going to meetings? Um, year and a half. Okay. But well, I, haven't have been, I haven't been to a meeting in a year. No, that's okay. But a year and a half, you've been doing Zoom, and let's just say you got a year and a half. Okay, now just just consider this. I have to I have to look in at your perspective, where your reality is. So I can't I can't I can't like try to knock you where you're at. I appreciate where you're at, and I understand exactly where you're at. I kind of have empathy for you for for being where you're at, and that's great. I think it's great for you, your wife, your family your mother, all the relationships, your work and everything is, is you're, you're doing a hell of a job, but you have to understand too. You have to have kind of a, an outlook or, or some perspective on where I'm at. Hey, you're talking 35 years in this program. Okay. This ain't like two weeks, two years, five years. This is 35 years of going to damn meeting. So right. I, I, I hear stuff over and over and over and over. You get kind of sick to hearing that shit. And, and you, you start speaking, speaking other language, other stuff, you know, trying to incorporate other uh, mindfulness and different types of approaches. And then, you know, to kind of shut down at the meeting because, you know, everything has to be towards a 12 step and let's stick to the topic and all this other stuff. So I understand where you're coming from. That's why I like, like the listeners to listen to where you're at and then maybe listen to where I'm at. And I'm not it's impossible for you to be where I'm at. OK. You, the only way you're going to get where I'm at is through time. And guess what? Time is going to be uh, essence. It's going to be bad time, good time, and all time in between. I believe personally that we all have the same time, which is now. We don't have no different time. We have different experiences. Okay. So me and you, we're no different in as far as our sobriety goes today. We both have the same time as right now. And I listen to your podcast and I, 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 I love the comedy that you put into it and the lightness that you put into it and you're having fun with it. And, and that's, 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 that's beautiful. That's why I hook up with you. And uh, I think we're going to be doing some podcasts together in the future. I appreciate you uh, saying that. I think we're going to be doing that too. Uh, you know, when my old man called me up 
uh, my uh, one, uh, maybe it was one, yeah, it was one year. He, he called me on the phone and, and he said, uh, hey, what time did you wake up this morning? I said, uh, six o'clock. He said, oh, well, I woke up at uh, seven o'clock. He said, you got one more hour of sobriety than I do. He's been yep. sober 30 something years. Here we go. And uh, he said, that's all it fucking is. He said, we all we got the same fucking time. Here we go. You know what I mean? And that's all. I mean, that's all it is. All those fucking bullshit slogans. Um, I mean, the, I mean, you can't get around the the reality. And it is the reality that we're always only in the present moment. Right. I mean, that's what it is. That's right. You know what well, I mean? So it's like when, when they say uh, one day at a time, I mean, that really is all it fucking is. I mean, you can't live in tomorrow. Uh, you, you can't live in yesterday. And now I'm I'm saying this shit and, and someone could be thinking like, oh, listen to fucking Joe. He's spewing out these fucking uh, things that I've heard a thousand times. But that shit right there is is the truth, because if you think about it, you it's only one fucking day. You know what I mean? That's right. One moment. That's it. One moment. I know your wife's into that. What's your wife's name? Sarah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She's into that stuff, that mindfulness and all that. Because I heard her on a podcast. She used to rapping one one day on a podcast. Yeah, that's that's what it is. You know, me and your pop got a lot in common. You know, maybe I don't agree with some things he says or he don't agree with some things that I say, but that's okay. The fact of the matter is he's living a great life. He's living a, a better life than he ever could imagine uh, when the life, the old life he had 36, 37 years ago or whatever time he's got. Me and your dad, pop has probably the same time. You know, I just celebrated 37 years without drinking or drugging uh february 27th 1984 was my my day i said yes to help and i believe when i said yes to help that was my first spiritual awakening i didn't even know it, but looking back i could see it that was my first spiritual awakening and in the big book they say i gotta do 12 steps to to, to get a spiritual awakening well that's bullshit in itself right there you know (laughs) yeah there there is a, a a lot of bullshit my my old man, uh, you know, he never got a sponsor. He never did the steps. There we go. And he went to AA for a long time. And then, uh, you know, it, it sounds like it's dangerous to to, to say this uh, because, uh, you know, especially like, you know, if we were in a fucking AA meeting right now, I can never fucking if I if I told you and we were in an AA meeting and someone else was listening, I told you my old man said that he didn't need to go to meetings anymore. How many fucking jaws would drop in the whole fucking place? That's the shit I'm talking about. Guess what? If I was in in that meeting, you know what I would have said? I would have said, you know what, Bobby, see here. Bobby, Bobby went to meetings. He didn't drink. He didn't go to meetings. He didn't drink. He believed in God. He didn't drink. He didn't believe in God. He didn't drink. He didn't have a sponsor sometimes he didn't drink. He had a sponsor sometimes he didn't drink. Sometimes he did the steps and sometimes he didn't. He didn't drink. You know what I mean? So all that bullshit, you know, I, I seen atheists didn't believe in God. I, I know people that didn't have sponsors. I know people that didn't do the steps. So I would have said, good for your dad. Hey, is, is, he, is your dad clean and sober? You know, is he living? Is, right. 
Is he living a good life? Is he treating his family real good? Is he taking care of his kids? You know, that's what I'm going to look at. And that's all I look at. So, you know, me and your dad, like I said, we have a lot in common. I don't even know your dad, but I do know him. That's right. So you, your pop's going to be listening to this shit anyhow, probably. Oh, he's going to be listening to this shit. So what else, Joe? We got, we're in, we're 16, 16 uh, minutes already into this. Well, hey, man, we're doing, we're doing all right. We could, we, last time we talked, we talked for about, we, I clocked it about uh, 45 minutes. I said, damn, that motherfucker. I said, we, we, when we talked the first time. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something. I, I fucking hate, I fucking hate people and I fucking hate talking to people and I don't like talking on the phone. And I, the, you're a guy, you're a guy that I met online in the, on the, uh, in the fucking interwebs of the recovery community. And right I'm on. talking to you like, like, I, I, like, I mean, I've known you my whole life. Like, I, 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 I ain't afraid to say nothing. I ain't afraid to sound stupid. I ain't afraid to say too much because you're just a guy that ain't going to fucking judge me or, 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 or anybody or, or, or anything. And, when you have a, a recovery community, even online, you can go to, as long as you keep yourself intact with some kind of routine throughout the day, I think that's for some people, that's all you, you might need. I mean, with, with me, I try and keep in, I try, I mean, all I, I, I try, I go online. I, I just, I, I listen to people and what they say. Uh, I, I read and I, and I'm really conscious of, of my situation bit like a, a good amount of, of the day trying to be present and, 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 and thinking about being a better person and, and where I was and, and it all kind of, it's all kind of scattered, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a, it's a daily routine that I can't really describe. Well, it's almost like we don't have to do anything. It comes natural almost now, you know, okay. it's like, we're, we're becoming aware. Like you, you said it, we're, we're becoming more, when you talk about awareness, we're talking about more consciousness, less unconscious, less uh, subconscious, more consciousness. So that's what you're talking about. That's what I hear you saying. You're saying you're becoming more aware of mindfulness. Plus you got a spouse that's at home and, and she's into the same shit. You know, she, she, she's into the, all that universal stuff. That's what I'm into too. I'm into, I'm into all that stuff. Because I want to expand my horizon. I want to expand. I want to go beyond the AA triangle, which I did for many, many years. You know, when I first came in AA, I was always outspoken about certain things. And I always searched out. Even in the beginning, I searched out. You know, I went to one-on-one uh, -on -one groups. I went to CODA meetings. I went to Iron John meetings. I, I went to some uh, spiritual things. I read different books. You know, so I was always wanted, always wanted to search anyhow. Seeking you shall find. That's what they talk about, right, Joe? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I always, you know, I always fantasize about alcohol, and uh, I'm always, I'm always fantasizing about the release that I'm gonna have, and I don't even know what it is a release from anymore. But I remember when I would drink, that was the most spiritual experience that I was having with myself when I 
had the alcohol flowing through my system and I was able to change my perception of the world and the way I felt. And in that moment, it was real because I could feel it. But at the same time, it was bullshit. And it was taken away so much more of my spiritual well-being from the future. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. It makes uh, absolutely a lot of sense. And I can relate to that because that's true for, I think, mostly all of us. We're looking for pleasure. You know, we're looking for an escape. And the escape is, we could call it the escape into the universe, into spirituality. That's why people trip, don't they? They're taking acid and taking mushrooms and psilocybin and all that shit to get away from reality. So I can relate to that. But we're going to pleasure because, hey, we used to run from reality and go to pleasure because, and it was pleasurable. You, you were describing it as like a spiritual thing. And it, hey, we drank and everything went away. Every melted, all our fears went away. All our, uh, uh, the bullshit of all the, the, the drama that we had to deal with and the negativity and the, uh, all kinds of uh, worldly shit, right? So yeah, we used to escape. But today, uh, here, let me ask you this. Do you, you really think that well, me and you're doing right here? Do you feel that might be uh, spiritual? Uh, I think it definitely is. Yeah. Because we're not having a because we're having an honest conversation. I think an honest conversation, interaction. Uh, I mean, an interaction with two people that are being completely honest with themselves. Uh, I mean that that is uh, that's that's pretty fucking spiritual if you ask me. That's pretty. It's yeah. That's pretty nice shit. I see. I get off on this stuff. Okay, it's like a high, and it's not. A, it's not a bad. It's a spiritual high for me. Okay, because we're talking about deep stuff that you don't go into bars and you know you don't sit around and talk this stuff that we're talking about to everyday average people. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're getting deep and we're talking about stuff that eh, I, I, I love it. You know, it, it lights me up because, see, the connection is two people, okay? Because when I talk about a power greater than ourselves, right, two is greater than one. So me and you are connecting right here, right here. And, and we're not even in person, but we could feel it. We could sense it. We, I mean, we could get actual goosebumps just by uh, doing what we're doing. Okay, so that's the connection. So we're part of this power. We're not separate. We are the power. Okay, it's it, the higher power deal is everything everywhere. But when two or more gather, okay, when two is greater than one, so we are part of that power, and it's a higher power. That's that's the, that's what they. That's the that's the simplicity of it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it it, it is intoxicating, and I, and I don't know how many people uh, have have realized it or thought about it. I, I hope more than I, than I think have, but I mean, when you're, when you're talking to somebody and you connect with them and then you get those uh, goosebumps because you're like on the fucking same level and you're, and you're just, you're on the, and you're, 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 you're connecting with them. I mean, that is intoxicating and that is uh, just, uh, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a little, little spiritual experience right there. But definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, I'm, you know, we were talking about doing this for a, a, not back and forth. You know, I knew eventually it would happen. Uh, I didn't know when, but 
I kind of had a feeling it, it would happen. And, you know, when it happens, it happens. And this, this is the connection that you get. It's not, uh, it's not fake. We're authentic. This is authenticity. You know, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's real shit. You know, this ain't some stuff that you were uh, talking around a ball game or talking about the, if the Eagles are going to win, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know exactly. You know, it's, I, I, I've been doing this podcast for, I started last March. This yeah. might be like one year anniversary today. Yeah. I look back yeah. on when I did the first podcast episode. Right on. I remember. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, I, I heard you, uh, you. I think I heard you right. You mentioned uh, the word uh, trauma before when you're talking about how we're trying to escape and stuff like that. Um, what, what, what do you think about is, is trauma necessary for um, ad- addiction? Now, well, what I think is is I'm I mean I, I I'm not sure. I think I got addicted to alcohol because I was abusing it so much my brain decided that okay that's what I need so my my body uh just became addicted to it. Um but I don't think I have any more trauma than the next guy. What what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with that. You know, uh, Dr. Uh, Guba Matt, I think his name is, Garba Matt, he's he's really hot on that trauma stuff. You know, that's a buzzword now. I mean, it's always been a buzzword. I agree. Hey, I agree. He's right. I mean, I believe he's right. If he believes he's right, then he's right. Whatever you believe, you know, whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. So if he believes he's right, he's right. But I believe that, it's all, I look at it all like a holistic approach. Yeah, maybe there's some trauma there. When he's talking about trauma, he's not talking about real traumatic experiences. He's just talking about, we all have trauma. You're right. We all have trauma. So do you get addicted because of the trauma? I don't believe, I believe it's environmental. I believe it's, uh, could be a little bit of trauma. Could have been the boredom, uh, you know, could have been self-confidence. It could, you know, it, I believe that I believe that it was a habit. I created a habit. I kept on drinking and it became a habit. Okay. And then once I got, they call it addicted. Once I got addicted to it, it was very hard to uh, stop this habit because I didn't have any, let's say any uh, tools or places to go because I didn't want to go anyhow because I loved doing what I was doing. I mean, let's get real. I liked the shit I was doing and it gave me an escape. You know, I took a weekend away from my family and uh, I escaped the whole world. So uh, I, I'm going to say it's a bunch of stuff, you know? So if he agrees, if he believes it, and a lot of people believe that, then that's what they believe. It's just like a lot of people believe it's a disease. Hey, let them believe it. You know, they want to believe it's DNA then let it believe it. They want to believe it's just a habit or, uh, you know, with the uh, different models different modalities. I know all the modalities, you know, there, there ain't much, I don't know about different modalities. 